The hosts of Masters Cast are on a quest to find Lookie. That shifty elf is apparently hiding at an upcoming convention. We hear the convention has the power, honor, and thunder of fandom. Where could Lookie be? Let's ask JVS3. PowerCon ThunderCon 2012. The ultimate fan convention for all things He-Man, She-Ra, and Thundercats returns this September 22nd and 23rd at the Torrance Marriott South Bay in Torrance, California. For more information, visit thepowercon.com. Experience the power. This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 46 for Sunday, July 22nd, 2012. Hi, thanks for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. And I'm Josh Delancourt, also known as Just Delancourt. And uh, from deep in the vortex of somewhere via a cell phone, <laughs> we, have a, <laughs> we have a special guest. Special guest, please reveal yourself. I am Daniel Benedict, also known as Mask. And why are you a special guest? No clue. No clue. Oh yeah, Castle Grayskull man. Castle Grayskull man. I just saw oh, a yeah. commercial for him, and it really made me want to buy the product. <laughs> well, that's the point. New from the Masters of the Universe collection. Finally, Castle Grayskull is ours. No, stop. Take that. We call upon Castle Grayskull man. Oh sh. What do you want? Looks like someone had an accident. Burn, you son of a... Castle Grayskull Man, Hordak, and Decapitated Stratos, each sold separately, new from Mattel. <laughs> How long did it take you to make that commercial? Uh, let's see. I filmed it about four hours, and then four hours of editing, I guess, the next day. Nice. It was, it was definitely high-quality, top-notch. I, I laughed out loud at the uh, decapitated Stratos. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I felt There's really... Been a bad. lot of people wanting that variant now. <laughs> yeah. Although right when I saw that, I knew that Leanne, also known as Stratos Mecca on the forums, was a bit upset. But I still hope she appreciated the, the genius of the commercial. <laughs> We can um, resurrect him as like zombie Stratos or something like that. Zombie Stratos. Okay, I like this. I like where this is going. Oh, I, you can have a second commercial when he actually comes out with the uh, the, the figure. <laughs> uh, just for someone who doesn't know that you won Mattel's new create a character contest, and so yeah. did you only send in one entry or? J- 
did you have others? I know you can't reveal, or there's some type of rules, but... Yeah, Watson and five total. And out of the five that you sent in, do you feel that uh, Castle Grayskull Man was your best submission? I thought that he was probably the second best. Ooh. But, you know. Hey, you'll still take it. (laughs) Heck yeah. Now, did Mattel use the... Uh, story you sent in of his origin and everything? Pretty much. I just gave them just, uh, some notes, basically. It wasn't like a full bio, just some ideas, and they pretty much used it. I When I saw the bio on the form, I was like, I can't, you know, I was, I was already in shock anyway, still, that I won, and then they used the bio, and it was just the icing. Now, Were you responsible for killing Stratos, or was that their idea? <laughs> That that was not my original idea, no. I did not want Stratos to die. But then once they mentioned it, I was like, that's a good idea, let's kill him. <laughs> uh, well, that's good, though, because, you know, that, that, that saves you from, yes, from a lot of, of people. <laughs> yes, that saves you from the wrath. You didn't want Stratos to die. That was a Mattel decision. <laughs> yes. Um, what What type of medium did you send... Um, your submission in? Was it a, a custom figure? Was it just a drawing? Um, well, I sketched it in pencil, then I traced over it in Sharpie, and scanned it, and then Photoshopped the color, printed it out, and mailed it. Oh, okay. And how did they notify you that you won? Um, it was sec- Well, they didn't notify me until it's, it was several days after the Comic-Con. I, I just found out that morning. Oh, jeez. The... Oh, wow. See, I thought they would have let you know ahead of time. I, I didn't know if they were or not. I just uh, I went to work and, uh, you know, my normal ritual, check my email, checkeman.org, and I wasn't expecting to uh, see anything about the, the winner, but then I saw a thread that said, spoiler, create a contest. So, you know, I was like, well, you know, let's see who won. It wasn't me. <laughs> and then and then I saw my name, and it was like uh, you've seen movies with the Alfred Hitchcock effect, the vertigo effect, where the background gets bigger. And, <laughs> and it was like, <gasps> so it still hasn't sunk in yet. Still. <laughs> well, at least you get the subscription for free, right? Yeah. <laughs> that'll save you a nice 500 plus dollars next year <laughs> oh yes i will be buying actually besides fearless photog um castle grayskull man will be the only other uh you know quote on what of the 30th anniversary line uh, that i will purchase yeah i definitely <laughs> so, will so obviously you're honored i know <laughs> <laughs> I have the 30th subscription, so I will be getting it as well. Oh, you're getting it by default. That doesn't count as much. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually of the next three. It's definitely the one I'm looking forward to most, though. So, Well, I, I seriously, after the commercial, I think that's going to help. I seriously feel that the commercial will help sell like oh, anyone that was on the fence. Yeah. It was just hilarious. It was just hilarious, I have to say. And it it totally does have the vintage commercial feel to yes. it. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'll try to splice it in to the episode. I don't know if you get the same effect just listening to it. Although, Josh, you thought it was really I, funny. I thought it was awesome. And so. You can only hear the audio, so <laughs> yeah. we'll advertise it. We got to have that one sell out in record time. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I love when he just uh, smacks Hordak with the door. So that was <laughs> well, bonus points for not killing Hordak. But I loved at the end when you show the three figures, right? You still have the door <laughs> smashed on Hordak. I had a lot of fun making that. Oh, that was great. Now, are, the, are those your kids in the commercial? It's my girlfriend's kids. Ah, okay. And I've turned um, her son into a Masters of the Universe fanatic. And oh. he's, he's watching. He's watching He Man as we speak. Awesome. <laughs> all the time. Good. All the time. Excellent. We always approve of exposing new people. <laughs> That's why they really got to get something out. I need a new cartoon. I'm getting winded about having one. But what can you do? But anyway, uh, so Dan, Martin, and Katie weren't there, so they experienced it through the internet. But Josh and John were at San Diego Comic-Con 2012, and I really feel that that should be what we are talking about now, right? We got a lot of cool reveals. Josh, you should usually you usually go through your newsreel. So, the newsreel. Yeah, do your newsreel. All right. Well, we had uh, several reveals this year at the Matty Palooza panel. Uh, a couple of things that uh, we already knew were coming. They started with obviously uh, Dragon Blaster, Skeletor, and Mechanic, and Frosta were all figures that we had seen previously. Uh, so they highlighted those. We also have coming up uh, Sir Laserlot and the Snakeman Two Pack, and then we started getting into some new things. So coming up for the rest of this year, we have. Mosquito, which uh, is another member of the Horde and one that I never had as a kid, so that I'm actually very much looking forward to uh, to that figure. <clears throat> we have uh, uh, Eternus. What is it? Eternus Throne Room Randor, who is a filmation. Uh, version of King Randor in the uh, robes, the royal robes and all of that. Also very much looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, help me out here. You've got the list. Dang Shadow. I'm trying, no, 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 I was trying to fill in the rest of this year first. That That's oh. next year. Uh, we're missing one. What am I missing? Maybe I'm not missing one. Rattler. Maybe that's it. Oh yeah, Rattler. That's the one I'm missing. Uh, he's coming uh, uh, probably in October. And his uh, tail will indeed actually rattle, which is nice. So that's the rest of 2012. All right, well, uh, so for 2012, the rest of 2012. That's the rest of 2012 subscription. Subscription. We, we well, also have uh, non-subscription items coming this year. Which the, are? The Great Unrest uh, Weapons Pack, uh, which has a lot of the missing accessories like... Ford Prime's uh, staff, uh, Dragoman's uh, accessories, the uh, the sword and uh, shield, etc., that uh, had to be cut from that figure. Um, some other really cool uh, repaints and Keldor's uh, swords. So 
definitely um, getting that pack. Very excited about that one, actually. And Shadow, you said you may even be getting this weapons pack, and you don't usually buy the weapons packs. Correct. And I'm kind of blanking on why I said that, but there must have been a valid reason at the time. <laughs> uh, well, it does look like a great set. I think the the, the Kelder sword in particular, I'm really looking forward to. And also, uh, Clawful's shield comes in another color, which I think is kind of cool. So oh, I, I think... Oh, not to interrupt you. Um, Go ahead. Uh, I think one of the things I wanted was they have the... The blue Evelyn shield is in that one. Ah. Uh, um, I, I want to say that was one of the things I wanted. And, oh, Tila's armor is like a more reddish color in there. And I was thinking I could change that on the Tila I have on display where Evelyn is killing her. Because it would look more bloody. <laughs> there you go. There Lovely. You go. That could have also improved the Castle Grayskull Man commercial. You could have thrown a door at Tila by accident. Like, it could have hit her, you know, because she's in battle. She's not paying attention because she is. Throw her into the abyss. When is she ever paying attention? And, uh, you know, it could have knocked her into the abyss. But, well, you know, that could be in the sequel. Uh, <laughs> also, also coming before the end of 2012, uh, we have Granamir. Yes! <laughs> and... Uh, uh, that uh, he will be eighty dollars. They showed him off. He's using the same wings as uh, Drago Man, but otherwise, I believe all new parts. And uh, he will be available in December. Also in December, Merry uh, Christmas. And a, yeah, what's that? I said Merry Christmas. Eighty dollars. Yeah. Also in December, uh, and this is part of the subscription. I apologize. This one is Procrustus, the giant that holds together Eternia. And he comes with the Filmation Starseed. Hey, wait. I am all confused now. Because as you know, I never pay attention to what's coming out since I just buy the subscription. (laughs) And whatever they send me, I get. (laughs) Are we getting both Procrustus and Granomir in December? I believe that is correct. But Granomir is not part of the subscription. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I knew one of them I had to buy separately. Yes. Procrustus is in the subscription. Granomir is not in the subscription. Which... I wish they'd switch that around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have much rather get granted. We had the subscription been guaranteed there. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, all right. So now we get into the, the easier bit, which is the 2013 subscription. The figures revealed for that are Fangman. He is the March figure, I do believe. He was a filmation uh, character that's been clamored for for, for quite some time. Natasa, a Princess of Power figure, which uh, I never have had and am also very much looking forward to. She was always a hard one to get on the secondary market. Yeah. Very, uh, very pricey on the secondary market. Her and uh, Spinnerella were always mm-hmm. the, the ones that you couldn't touch. Uh, we also have uh, Jitsu in February. Yeah. And... Uh, Kind of matching up with uh, February this year when we got Fisto, so the the two of them can face off <laughs> with their giant hands. Uh, and uh, there's a uh, deluxe figure. The way the subscription is working next year, and Shadow has all of the specific details, but basically instead of getting four variants and four uh, large-scale slash beast items, they've kind of combined that. So we're getting just four 
additional items in uh, on top of the 12 monthly figures, and they can either be variants, large-scale items, beasts, etc. So, uh, multi-packs, all of those. So, uh, the first item of that type next year is going to be a large-scale figure, and it is Ram Man, who people have been asking for for quite some time. Yay! Whoop! <laughs> Very much looking forward to that one as well. One of my favorite characters, one of my favorite figures as a kid. Absolutely. So, uh, and he's fully articulated, which we have never gotten a properly articulated Ram Man uh, before because of the spring action that he had. So this will be the, the first one that we've ever gotten who you can pose however you like. So that'll be nice. I'm guessing and, he's not springy anymore. What's that? I'm I'm guessing he does not have spring action this time. Uh, yeah, uh, no no action features in in any of the the figures. So yeah, uh, we're also getting as part of the 2013 uh, subscription in the second quarter a multi pack called the Fighting Foemen, who are basically the vehicle drivers of the attack track, the Talon Fighter. And the Roton vehicles. So I guess two heroes and one villain? Well, they're all... uh, Well, there's two dudes and a girl. A dudette. And um, (laughs) you can change them into horde members. So potentially they're all evil. Hmm. They have removable chest plates. You can put the horde logo on them. I actually had the the model kit for the um, attack track and Roton as a child. Um, but I didn't really remember these guys from the boxes since I don't have the boxes anymore. A little less thrilled about them until I saw that you could put Horde armor on them. <laughs> and you are all about the Horde. Absolutely. So uh, also as part of the 2013 uh, subscription, if you subscribe to it, you will uh, be uh receiving the bonus figure like every year this year it is king he-man so he-man in his royal getup after he has taken over the throne and uh, that will come with a map of subternia as well as a comic book from dc comics mini comic the secret origin of skeletor dun 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 well <laughs> Now, is my question on that, which I don't think anybody knows yet, is is that just going to be like a a miniaturized, you know, shortened version of the Origin of Skeletor comic that's supposed to be coming in October? That's a good question. I'm not sure. They do have different covers. Like Hordak is predominantly featured on the mini comic cover, not Skeletor. I'm going to so laugh. It, it's two completely different origin stories. Actually, I'd like that, because, you know, we've always had eight different stories for everything in Masters of the Universe, so. Well, you know, it might be, too, the uh, the continuity being built by the bios is not the same as the one that DC is working with, either. So it could just be that they are yeah. completely separate things. Okay. Um, the last thing to mention is uh, to round out the 30th anniversary subscription. We had the last of those revealed. We've already talked about Castle Grayskull Man. Uh, we also uh, will be getting Psychop, who was 
uh, created by a Mattel employee whose name is escaping me at the moment. However, it's not a name that you're probably going to recognize. Uh, he uh, is pretty cool. He's got a Roboto torso, and he's basically the master's answer to Edward Scissorhands. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, so before we give our opinions on the figures, let me run down the details of the subscription because I yes. am I am a fan of the subscription uh, model because it's easy for me. <laughs> well, and I, I, think, I generally I want all the figures good. anyway. So, oh, you forgot about Decker. Oh, I did forget about Decker. And I, yeah, I, you're I, the 2002 I, super fan. I, yeah, mm. well, Decker is not would not would have been one of my first choices for. Uh, the next 2002 character to get done. But, uh, but yeah, Decker is, I believe, November. Uh, they're constantly changing the schedule anyway. And uh, he was a uh, man-at-arms uh, mentor and the former man-at-arms uh, under King Miro. And uh, he was featured in the 2002 episode The Island, which was probably the second worst episode of the series, unfortunately. Um, however, he does come with swappable heads, so you can have him as young Decker, as he was when he was King Miro's man-at-arms, or as older Decker, as he appeared on the show, and would have been as he mentored man-at-arms. Duncan, our current man-at-arms. Well, um, Masters Cast disclaimer, Lion Court cannot be held liable for any incorrect release dates <laughs> due to Mattel's constant moving of figures. That is correct. <laughs> yes. Also, <laughs> doing the best I can. It is 6 a.m. here, and uh, I haven't had my coffee yet, so bear that in mind. As we're <laughs> Well, here's why you should buy the 2013 Masters Universe Classics Club Eternia subscription. Please remember that you must buy your subscription by August 6, 2012 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time. Only available at MaddieCollector.com. And if you're listening to this after August 6th... Sorry. Yeah. yeah, You're out of luck. Hey, I will do my best to have this posted tonight. Because I was real fast on the last episode. Yeah, I, was, I was less than 24-hour turnaround time. So, uh... So the subscription, 2013, you're getting 17 Masters of the Universe Classic products. That's 12 monthly figures, uh, four uh, beasts, variants, or multi-packs. So just four total, not four beasts, four variants, four multi-packs. Uh, and an exclusive figure. The club exclusive figure, as already mentioned, is King He-Man, who will come with mini-comic number four and a map of Subternia. Bonus, the mini-comic has Hordak on the cover. Uh, you also get to vote for your fan choice figure, such as Songster or Illumina. Those seem to be the popular choices that I see people picking. Uh, early access to non-subscription products, regardless of the brand. So if you want something from Ghostbusters, not Filmation, unfortunately, but uh, you'll <laughs> be able to buy that. Uh, you will pay less per figure. The sub, the regular 12 sub figures are $25 each for subscription uh, regular day sale purchasers like Rainbow Bright over there, she'll have to pay $27, so a $2 increase on the product. How, however, you may not be able to get any at all. They're making very, very limited run for day of sales, and uh, uh, they may not have any extras at all. So bear that in mind. If you are interested in, in many or most of the figures, the subscription, it looks like, this year is is almost going to be a necessity. 
So cherry pick at your own risk. <laughs> also, generally, you are supposed to receive earlier shipping with the subscription. So possibly you will receive the product before anyone that waits for the day of sale. <laughs> so please buy your subscription by August 6th, 2012 at com. I was not paid for that endorsement. Though, if you would like to send me a free figure, my address is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what was our favorite uh, figure uh, reveal besides Castle Grayskull Man? Because we can't stroke Dan's ego too much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we start with Dan then? Besides your own figure, what was your favorite reveal? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Ram Baron. He's just classic. He seems to be the popular choice um, on the He-Man.org forums as well. For Crestus, although I like him too, I, I always like that mini-comic. I read it a thousand times as a kid, so it's kind of... I think neat. the mini-comic I read the most was the Search for Keldor one. At least that's the one I remember reading all the time. That was one of the later ones, right? Yeah, I think it came with my Sorcerers. It was one of the best of the mini-comics, actually. Well, my favorite reveal was Granamir. Yep, that was mine as well. I wonder if anyone's going to make a custom pit for him to sit in. Mm. Somebody will. Yeah. Somebody will. There are some really creative fans out there making some awesome displays. I could be, I could be persuaded to buy that, I think. Even after the $80 I pay for Granamir. <laughs> I cannot I wait for Granamir. I've been wanting a Granamir figure since I was a kid, so. Well, uh, Martin, there was no new adventures revealed, um, but I still have my fingers crossed for Master Sebrian. Um, so what was your favorite since there was no new adventures to, to uh, latch onto? My favorite, I think I'd probably go with Granamir as well. Mm -hmm. In terms of regular figures, I really liked the Eternos Palace King Randor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, as far as the regular figures go, that was hands down. I think the most uh, exciting. I'm absolutely removing the other Randor from my display and replacing <laughs> him with the Filmation Randor. <laughs> I, yeah, I never actually, liked him. I would not have gotten the other Randor. I've got a uh, display set up, uh, which I th believe Shadow you saw when you visited, where it's a good, the royal family lined up with the uh, palace guards on either end, and I'm also going to do that. Going to take Randor out, put the filmation Randor in, and then I will eventually be setting up the uh, battle scene between Randor and Keldor with the armored up version, I believe. So. Now, uh, Katie, is your was your favorite um, Natasa just because of Princess of Power, or did you break the stereotype See? and pick someone else? I think I think I did. Um, I gotta go with Ram Man. I loved that figure as a child. He's always been one of my favorite characters. Just the whole comedic effect of him bashing into walls and hurting his head. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorite characters of all time. And as much as I love Princess of Power, Natas is just not one of my favorite characters. If it had been Glimmer, on the other hand, I would be throwing a hissy fit of happies. <laughs> but this is not. I will have to stick with Ram Man. Hissy fit of happies. You need to get that trademarked. Um, 
I like we that. Should, we should mention that Ramad comes with two heads, one with his helmet and one without. So if you want to display him taking a break <laughs> on on his lunch break, you can do that. He should have came with a little lunch pail. <laughs> well, I kind of I kind of wish that he had come with since he's got the the head without the helmet. He should come with a helmet that he can just like hold in his hand or whatever, like he's yeah. just taking it off. That would be cool. Hmm. One thing to mention, they also had on display a Horde Prime with the comic book head on. He seemed to be on a Mighty Spectre body, and he had a belt on from one of the fighting foemen. So it looked more like the comic book version of him. I don't know if, if they were just showing us, look what you can do, um, or if that would be a variant or something that's going to come down the line. Can't imagine anyone would want a Horde Prime variant. <laughs> I that yeah I, we we haven't discussed I don't think Horde Prime in depth on the last episode I don't think we did but uh, yeah I wasn't terribly impressed with his comic book head. Martin was. Yeah, I love the comic book head, but I wouldn't buy a second figure. Mm -mm. Well, <laughs> you can't win them all. He could end up being a variant slot. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of the subscription <laughs> going from fan reaction since oh, it's really being played up that uh, the line could be in trouble and if they don't sell you know that's the it's the kind of the same song and dance as last year right oh we need to sell so many subscriptions it seems to be a bit more in dire need uh this year although i would still say at least for, at san diego sitting in the maddie panel uh, either more He-Man fans come to San Diego, uh, or it's just Masters Universe Classic is the most popular line on Maddie Collector. Um, so I'm hoping that you know we're good. Mattel uh, Scott, uh, who runs the line, has already said that he's reworking 2014 to include uh, more essential figures in case the line does have to come to an end. Uh, Thank you. So. I guess we're in a little bit of murky waters here with uh, Merman, but... Well, I think the big question mark on all of this, and probably what's got everyone worried, including Mattel, is the price hike. They, mm -hmm. they had to raise the prices. That is going to turn off you know, a certain percentage of, of people. Um, but I don't know. I think the, 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 the raise in price was, was not outrageous. I think it was pretty reasonable. Yeah. We've had the same uh, prices for you know almost five years so like four and a half years so i think we're i think we're all right yeah i didn't think it was terribly unreasonable um eh, it, i mean it's just that's the way it goes and plus uh, each year obviously the subscriptions are going to get lower so i think that's just i don't think there's maybe it would have spiked up in the second year from the first year but i really feel that it would level off and then start as the years continue, it's going to start to go down. You have less and less of the uh, core characters left, that type of deal. Um, you know, even even mm -hmm. the reveals, right? I mean, like Jitsu, Natasa, um, they're not really core characters. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised that with, uh, at least from my opinion, and I know there's a lot of fans who are, are happy about getting Fang Man, but 
Um, for me, it seems like there's a lot of other far more recognizable filmation characters if they wanted to play that up a bit and you know entice more people to get the subscription fill that filmation slot at the beginning of the year in with a high profile one especially i mean yeah we're getting randor i guess this year but that is also technically a variant as well um it's not a a strict filmation character like shadow weaver was seems like uh picking another one of those would have been uh would have enticed more people especially filmation fans to subscribe are you thinking of more like a Shakodi or a Scorpia, something like that? Something like that, or, you know, I don't know, even a... Uh, Star Child. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> um, even, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how they would, would be able to do it logistically, but, uh, you know, even a, a Driel Montour 2-pack or something. Well, something actually, those lines. I'm glad you brought that up, because it seems to be that the... Uh, Nobody seems to be extremely, or the majority don't seem to be extremely excited for the fighting foe men. Um, I would have to agree. I could care, you know, I could care less about them. Um, so maybe a a better three pack for that would have been like Driel, Montork, Yuckers, Mister Slime Pig, Mister Slime Pig, <laughs> or the Horn of Evil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, or someone on the hemen.org forums, and I do apologize, I forget who mentioned this, but I thought it was a great idea. Um, it was a three-pack of Horde Troopers with removable breastplates, so you could have one that was like a regular Horde Trooper, one that was like a captain, and one that was like battle-damaged. I thought that was a cool idea. And that way you would get like a Horde Trooper army in just one sitting. Right, that would be cool. Well, maybe in... T- 2014. <laughs> Speaking of uh, that, are we done with the subscription stuff and the figures? And have we covered what we were going to cover? I think so. Buy it today, manicollector.com. There you go. Uh, just a quick little story from Comic Con to uh, to toss out there. There was a I go through the booth booths every year and uh, look for masters things to to purchase. There was one booth had a enormous selection of vintage era masters uh figures in the packages still uh many of which in very very good condition some of them beat up there was a horde trooper i i wanted a horde trooper for years i've never ever had a horde trooper uh on the card 300 bucks um well, then Which I really need out. to sell my uh, Horde Trooper. I have a minty, <laughs> minty, minty fresh mint on card Horde Trooper that I paid, I want to say, $40 for. You are evil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so anyway, we were talking to the guy that ran the booth, and uh, he had had another one on a more beat-up card for uh, $185. Uh, still a lot of money. However... Someone at the con stole it from his booth. Oh, my God. So if you are the person that stole it and you're listening to our podcast, shame, shame. on you. Shame, 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 That's, yeah, I would never do that. I per- legally purchased two He-Man items at San Diego. I found a Power Tour program. Yes, which pissed me off because I would like to have that. And it Damn was only ten dollars, and I was so excited that I didn't even try to haggle. 
<laughs> and then get this the guy that was selling it asked if he could take pictures of it before i took it away <laughs> strange and probably he, he had a f- that he got ripped off and he should have charged more for it and <laughs> keep a record of yeah, it maybe he had a few other things like a coloring book and and a he-man candle i think he was trying to get me to buy those but i already have the he-man candle and i might have already had the color- coloring book i couldn't remember Oh, I would have gotten the candle if I'd known about that. Damn but, it. But, uh, yeah, sorry. That. I don't remember how much it was. Um, but it was just a little display. Uh, he had a few other things besides besides He-Man. Um, I also found, as uh, many saw on Facebook, a uh, the New Adventures power sword from the dress-up kit that came up, that came with, like, the shield and the sword and a, a chest plate. I was very happy about that. I had it as a child, and I don't know where it went because I never got rid of any He-Man items. But somehow that got lost in the shuffle. Uh, so I got the sword. It was 15. I haggled that puppy down to 10 because the hilt was broken. <laughs> well, you know, when you next time you come visit me, we should bring that with because I would love to see that. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. And that one is uh, more cartoon and toy accurate. Um, it's not the, like the electronic. No, one no, because the electronic yeah. one does not look like the one that's in the cartoon. Um, this one looks like the one with the, in the cartoon. It's not colored the same, but it's shaped the same. Uh, so you'll definitely get an accurate uh, feel of the new adventures uh, power sword. Very cool. Very cool. But other than that, I, I there wasn't a lot of of He Man merchandise at at the booths. That I could see. Uh, Tune tumblers were showing off their set of He-Man glasses. They were not for sale. They're not available yet. They are supposed to be available in August. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to those. Nice. They uh, feature He-Man, Skeletor, Tila, and Beastman. And if anyone's wondering why uh, there's no She-Ra in it, is She-Ra is a separate license. The other company that's doing the kind of like cardboard boxy uh, He-Man and Skeletor that you put together. Oh, yeah. uh, at his booth, they asked us, uh, he said, oh, He-Man fans, I'd like to know, what would be the next two characters you would like us to release? So I said, well, you have He-Man and Skeletor. I said, you got to have She-Ra and Hordak. And he, he like was like, dang. Apparently a lot of people were saying She-Ra. And it's a separate license, so he does not have a license to do a Shira one. It's too bad it's treated that way because I don't think the fans really, the majority of fans, I don't think separate the two in their mm-hmm. minds. It's all just masters of the universe. And I really so. think it's all stronger as one property, really. Yeah. Agreed. Did you give him a backup idea since he couldn't do Shira at the moment? Um, I. Th- they gave well i said well he should i was assuming he could do he was he didn't really say if he could do hordak or not i i'm i don't know i'm assuming i guess filmate these these all had filmation art on them so i don't know if filmation hordak is in with the shira license but toy hordak is it you know look is in with the you know it's all convoluted but i think they said the man at arms and beast man was the other choices we gave yeah um, those are good options so you know I'm not gonna say Tila. Didn't, didn't you say Beastman was already on a on a glass? Um, not on Beastman the yeah. He's on the glass. Um, the Tune guy that asked us was for the um the cardboard. Uh, the cardboard looking demon. Oh. What's the, what's the 
cardboard things. I don't know about that. So they, they, um, there were two different ones. The only ones they had for sale at the booth right now, um, they have Filmation He-Man and Filmation Skeletor, and they're kind of like a boxy cardboard action figure you put together. Uh, no glue or tape okay. necessary. Um, they were seven dollars, <laughs> and um, the company and I feel so bad that I'm forgetting. It's like Miko or something with an M. Um, I really should have looked this up before we started, but I bought both of them. In fact, wait. the more you talk about this, the more I think I should have gone and gotten this. I did not buy those. Oh, they're pretty awesome from the pictures I saw. Are they online for sale? That's a good question. I just need to remember to edit that. Okay. Um, okay, so they are by Mixo. M-I-X-O. Uh, they are the Kooky Craft. K-O-O-K-Y. C-R-A-F-T. By Mixo. They have the... Masters of the Universe 30th logo on them as, long, as well as the regular logo. Um, build build them yourself. Nine inch embossed figure. No tape, no scissors, no glue. And it actually looks like they are going to release Tila and Beastman. They're also on the back of the uh, packaging. And... Uh, their website is mixo, M-I-X-O, dot com. Masters of the Universe. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Filmation He-Man and Filmation Skeletor, same with Tila and Beastman. Awesome. I think that's a good selling point, too, to make them the Filmation look rather than uh, toy art. And for those who are interested in licensing information, Masters of the Universe and Associated Trademarks are owned by and used under license from Mattel Incorporated. Copyright 2012, Mattel Incorporated, all rights reserved, under license to Classic Media. So there you go. But I bought uh, He-Man and Skeletor. I didn't put them together yet. I was debating on it. But I'm definitely going to keep the boxes at least. Um, I just need to find somewhere to put them. But I, I really like that. I would like to see more... Masters of the Universe merchandise uh, released. Mm -hmm. I'd love them to do some uh, mini mates. <laughs> yes. Which they've just done for Thundercats, which looked very nice. Yeah, it's kind of odd because unfortunately for Thundercats fans, it kind of seems like that series is kind of sizzling down. Mm. Um, there was a long wait in between new episodes. I, I think that kind of killed some momentum. But um, I also saw a Tigress statue that's being released. Um, mm. I saw that at Comic-Con. Uh, so I'd like to see that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I'd love a filmation like He-Man, Skeletor, She-Ra, and Hordak statues. Mm. Mm. And if anyone would like to buy me the Master of the Universe iPad skins, <laughs> any of them, I, I only need one, uh, please feel free to, to uh, let me know. <laughs> Uh, okay. Happy birthday to you. There you go. <laughs> My birthday's not for another eight months, but... <laughs> now, uh, is, uh, now I'm going to PowerCon 
the He-Man and She-Ra fan convention. Uh, are any of you going, lazy people? <laughs> if I could afford to do it, I would. It's the wrong end of the continent for me, and I already did San Diego, so I cannot, unfortunately. I want to be there. They need to have it in New York next year, as has been rumored. I uh, I, I would go then. So. Yeah, I'm still debating. I'm working on it. I want to. I want to. I'm. Yeah, I'm working on it. Tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> but I, I really agree. New York would be. I... Go ahead. Sorry. I'm done. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that I I really want to. I, I haven't been to. I've never been to any convention like that. So I I wanted to go to San Diego this year, but I just couldn't afford it and. I really wish I would have gone now. I know you could have had your momentous moment. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I watched. I was watching it live, and Scott asked if I was like, "Is Daniel here?" And I was, my hands were pressed on the monitor. And I was like, "I'm here." I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go. I'm gonna look into it. Good. Good. Now, Mar- Martin never wants to visit us in the United States. <laughs> I would love to go one year. But He's like, nice. my passport won't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, barred from entering the country. <laughs> <laughs> for reasons we cannot uh, disclose at this time. <laughs> but for those who uh, don't... What, go ahead. You actually uh, have a restraining order out against me. I know. He does text me <laughs> funny things. <laughs> um, so for those who don't know it's a PowerCon and ThunderCon uh, so He-Man, She-Ra and ThunderCat fans uh, September 22nd to the 23rd this year, 2012, this is our second convention uh, for more information go to one word, the power so T-H-E-P-O-W-E-R dash con C-O-N dot com and it's going to list all the information you can purchase your tickets you can see the guest list. Uh, we just announced that, and I'm saying we because I'm I do the public relations for the con. Uh, so, ha! We just released <laughs> that the Toy Masters documentary people are coming. They're going to give us a special 30 minute preview uh, of the finished documentary. I believe previous to the convention, it's only going to be screened twice at two different. Um, um, Oh, the word is escaping me. What do they call those things? Film festivals. There we go. Uh, so not a lot of people will have seen the film yet. So this will be kind of like an exclusive preview uh, for He-Man fans. Uh, we have a lot of really good guests this year. Uh, some that are different than last year. Uh, Anthony DeLongis is coming. He was Blade in the live action He-Man movie. We have Brian Dobson coming, who was uh, Skeletor, Keldor, King Hiss, Buzz Off uh, in the Mike Young He-Man cartoon. Uh, For Thundercat people, uh, we have like the original voice of Chitara is coming. Uh, Dean Steffen's coming, who did the story editing and one of the best episodes ties to that bind and the King Grayskull episode. Uh, (laughs) in the Mike Young show. Um, It's going to be a really good time. Mattel will be there with the convention, their special convention exclusive, which is Temple of Darkness Sorceress. Uh, Oh, that, Josh, is why I want the weapons pack. The weapons pack comes with Temple of Darkness Zor. 
Oh, right, right. So I want that to go with my Temple of Darkness sorceress because I will pretend that she is the Christina Pickles Masters of the Universe live-action movie sorceress. Uh, <laughs> oh, also Strobo <laughs> is going to be their traveling convention uh, exclusive next year. Ah, oh, yes, we forgot to, to mention that. Uh, so Temple of Darkness sorceress this year, PowerCon uh, 2013, which is uh, supposed to be in New York. Uh, would have Strobo, so... And, and Shadow is going to bring me back a Temple of Darkness <laughs> sorceress from PowerCon. Or die. Yes, yes. Well, uh, <laughs> our wonderful podcast, Master's Cast, is sponsoring the After Hours event uh, at PowerCon, so it's the Master's Cast After Hours Mixer. Uh, so all everyone attending the convention can hang out... Some of the creators will show up uh, after we finish our dinner uh, with them. We're also going to do a live, I believe we're going to do at that time, so at one point during the evening, uh, we're going to team up with uh, the Roast Google Dinner Podcast uh, and uh, do like a little joint uh, podcast session. So that's going to be fun. Um, I'm also going to be Googleized, I think, during the dinner because I'll be <laughs> at the actual Roast Google Dinner dinner. And go, I'll be going around harassing people for them. Uh, so, it's called the. Uh, it's like a part. It's like it's like the Christmas special, when the two worlds collide in a happy <laughs> way. Um, and of course, if you're not listening to Roast Google Dinner, you should be. And I believe Val just put up. He's like putting up a massive amount of those episodes today on HeMan.org. So check out the news items section because I know I saw two go up either early this morning or. Or right before we started recording. And Martin, uh, for New Adventures fans, Jack Olesker, who was basically the dude that drew, drove the whole New Adventures uh, cartoon storyline, uh, will be there. So, you're missing out on Jack. Partying with Jack. <laughs> you could have a Jack and Coke with Jack. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> I him and Rob Lamb's going to be there as well. Rob Lamb is going to be there, and he is <clears throat> awesome. Yes, he is. So I am so happy. For those who don't know, Rob Lamb worked on both Filmation, He-Man, and She-Ra. And he is an awesome guy. We're Facebook friends, you know. So uh, <laughs> he's finally coming out to a convention, so that, that's great. And as always, Erica Scheimer will be there, uh, who, of course, you know, did Queen Angela's voice, Frost's voice, sang the Secret of the Storm theme song. Um... She's always great, uh, uh, fun to have around. And one thing we did not mention is uh, also in San Diego was Lou Scheimer's final convention appearance. Uh, they had a tribute panel to him. He won the Comic-Con Inc. Award. Um, he had an autograph session afterwards to talk with the fans. It was just really, really great to see him again. Um, I appreciate the time he gives to the fans because really he does, he does go out of his way on those type of things and he's yeah. just a just a great guy and i never felt that he got the recognition that he deserved mm -hmm. uh in say the history or the animation industry everyone always talks about disney which you know disney of course has their their place um but when it really comes to children's uh animation uh for television i really don't look to hanna barbera <laughs> <laughs> and his the biography, uh, the Lou Scheimer biography, will be available on I believe it's September twenty sixth. Yeah, it comes out in right. September. Um, it's called Lou Scheimer creating the filmation generation, I believe. 
Um, I will be buying it. It's written by Andy Mangles, who did work on all of the BCI He-Man and She-Ra uh, DVDs. Uh, he directed all of the and put together the documentary series that are on all of those, which are fantastic. Andy's a great guy, big He-Man and She-Ra fan, and more importantly, a big fan of Lou. Uh, so he co-wrote the book uh, with Lou, and it's going to be definitely an interesting read. He previewed a few of the pages from the book at the panel. Um, it looks really good. Lots of images and stuff from you know old filmation pictures of the studio and of the cartoons they did. Uh, so it's going to be jam-packed. I'm glad the book is finally coming out because we've been waiting a couple years for this to, to finally hit bookstores. So definitely, definitely look it up and pick it up. And if you don't, I will scorn you just a little bit. It's just, just enough. Just enough. Just enough. So we went through San Diego Comic-Con. Make sure you buy your subscription. Uh, you should also subscribe to the new Masters of the Universe comic book series uh, from DC Comics. The print version, the print series that also come that it will be released digitally and a physical copy is called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So that's the six-part miniseries. There's also a digital-only series that DC is doing. That one is just called Masters of the Universe. So that's how you can tell the difference uh, when purchasing. <laughs> So we were wondering about a clarification uh, on the last episode. So make sure you pick those up. Issue 1 is out. Issue 2 is delayed. Correct, uh, Josh? Yes. It, issue 2 will be uh, available on September 5th and will feature a new writer. And October will be the uh, Secret Origins of, of Skeletor. Being released on Halloween. How perfect is that? I hope there's a lot of Hordak in that story. <laughs> Probably. Maybe Master Severian will show up too. <laughs> That's very like ruin it. Don't say such horrible things. <laughs> it's all maybe it's all Master Severian's fault. It's like his grand scheme from the future. Oh, what people don't realize is that uh, myself and John are writing a one-shot Master Severian comic, which will be available in November. Ooh, <laughs> the secret not... origin of Master Severian. We weren't supposed to release that information yet. <laughs> and I will sell two, two copies to each of yourselves <laughs> <laughs> oh well such is life uh, uh, anyway <laughs> wow um, I just imagine you with like ten of them at PowerCon as a limited edition <laughs> and I swear people would actually pay for it <laughs> If I ever, so whenever people find out that I'm going to, you know, Comic-Con, the most popular question I get asked, do you dress up? And no, I do not, for anyone that's wondering. And no offense to anyone that does. I just don't think I can pull off a costume, really. And it's really hot out in San Diego. But um, I, if I ever do a costume, it'll be Master Cyprian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of these years, I want to do a costume for Comic Con, but never, never have. Want to, want to do Skeletor? Actually, I think that would be fun. There was a guy this year in the most incredible He-Man costume. Yes. Oh, he, movie he's, quality. He's been there. Um, uh, actually, a few other times. 
It was the first time uh, that but I had that you had seen, seen him. Um, yeah. They had a costume contest at the Mattel booth, and there were two men at arms, a Evelyn, a Catra, a Perfuma, uh, the He Man, and uh, one of the men at arms won, and he had a pretty intricately designed um, costume. So I felt that was good. Mattel also had Battleground Tila and Shira at the booth. So I thought that was nice. A nice uh, uh, sending some Shira love out there. The did booth... you see the Hordak costume? No, I did not. He did not come to the um, costume contest. Oh, I, I, I swear I, I saw a picture of him and he was fantastic. I will find it again. The booth also had images of Hordak, Skeletor, She-Ra, He-Man, and Orko. And a huge Castle Grayskull that you walked into. The, you know, the face Which of Castle had, Grayskull. Yeah, they've had that pre- in previous years as well. But um, I really liked that they had Hordak and She-Ra on the booth. I thought that was very nice. And um, uh, they keep trying to sell us on this Battleground Tila. Eh. <laughs> They also had party hats and those noisemakers for He-Man's party hats. 30th. Yes. <laughs> party hats. <laughs> yeah, I actually got them to give me one that was uh, of the hats that was not yet assembled. So I have a pristine, flat, perfect hat. Haha, so do I. I have two, actually. <laughs> Great minds think alike, do they not? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I also have about 20 of them, of the assembled hats. Every time you go by, you just kind of grab a couple uh, in the little noisemakers. But um, uh, the uh, anyone who attended the He-Man.org after party at Hennessy's on Friday night, which Josh didn't, um, was also a blast hanging out with people like Dean Stefan. You know what I'm saying? Rubbing elbows with the creators. And we had an 80s cover band, and he sang, they sang like 30 seconds of the He-Man theme, so we'll give them some props for that. But the most popular song of the night was Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. (laughs) (laughs) So next year, definitely come out to that. Uh, We want to see you. I want to see you at PowerCon, more importantly. So Dan, make sure you buy your tickets. And uh, Martin, buy, you know, buy yourself back into the United States. (laughs) 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 and with that thank you again for downloading one of our fine episodes look at that there isn't six months in between this one and the last one surprise bonus Uh, i'm john callis also known as the shadow i'm katie crafty highly also known as rainbow bright i am martin penny also known as wacky martin and i'm just lion court also known as just lion court and I am Daniel Benedict, also known as Mask. Good, Good journey. journey. Yeah. <laughs> because men who crave power look back on the mistakes of their lives, pile it all together, and call it destiny. <laughs> Thank you for that bit of philosophy, John. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we should end the episode with him. <laughs> <laughs>